welcome back. This is um, some episode. I don't I've lost count at this. I point. don't even know. This is the next episode. This dudes. is the next episode. Um, you know, in the spirit of transparency, this definitely has not been our most get after it week in relation to the podcast. Um, we've definitely had our brains in a lot of other pockets of life. We have mm-hmm. not been able to give a hundred percent here, which is why you're getting this episode so so late. We are again cutting it very close to the Thursday deadline. It is Thursday night. Yep, it is Thursday night. Yes, we'll leave it, it at that. It's Thursday night. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, it's important to us that we get this out on a Thursday, and also, I mean, it's not that we didn't want to do it. It was just life happens. Life does happen. Um, for me, it's you know nearing finals so that's always a stressful time you know for you you're working a lot right now literally hitting 40 hours every single week right and so when you think about it like that it is hard for us to and since we do work together it's hard to like find a time in between yeah well we're not like too tired because that was another conversation we had earlier this week was like you know if both of us are just like drained from a day we don't want to feel like we have to come sit down and like make and be like super yes yeah if that's so. just not how we're feeling <laughs> i feel like that's very trying yes it is and i think we've done really good with staying true to the idea of transparency and the idea of being unscripted mm-hmm. and i think you know it would be silly of us to say all that and keep true to it for a little bit and then go back on it to just portray an image that isn't the reality right um, and our reality is we're pooped we are <laughs> we're pooped but we still love it like we still love doing oh, this course. and stuff yeah. it's just more about you know making sure just that making the time correctly. and making sure that we're like both in the correct state of mind mm-hmm. and have the correct amount of energy to be like yeah let's do it and yeah. i feel like even after the day that we've had it's the i still have energy Obviously, I'm poop. I j- literally just got off of work approximately thirty minutes ago. Yeah, so. she just walked in the door. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, what was life? Yeah, but you know, it's okay. I think I think we're getting over a hump. Yeah. Everyone in my life right now is like in this like rut of just like, holy shit, too much is happening. In the thick me. of it all. Yes, and I, and I think next week and in the coming weeks, it's gonna ease up a little bit. Yeah, um, and I think it's also because it's, like, rounding up, like, the last bit of the year, and so mm-hmm. life just has to happen, like, yes, life just quickly. has to get all of its things in before 2021 is over. Yes, it does. Um, so, in the spirit of that, this week's episode was supposed to be about motivation. It was supposed to be our fourth Back to Basics episode, potentially our last Back to Basics episode. Um, continue to let us know if that is what you want from us is to continue doing those um but besides the point today was supposed to be about motivation and but we can't do it yeah no unfortunately we cannot do it today maybe next week but what we will do is just off of the simple fact that like just said like after the week that we've had we felt like it was more fitting to do an episode about like making sure that you're checking on your people Mm -hmm. making sure that you are most definitely taking care of yourself even sorry I just burped even if you have (laughs) I know it might have sound like I was getting choked up but no I almost burped and I almost like because I'm chugging an energy drink also so that speaks wonders as well but Um, But just, yeah, just making sure that you're protecting your village and making sure that everyone that's in your life is good. 
um, and also just making sure that um, you just keep an open line of communication. Yeah. Um, and being genuine about those open lines of communication as well, because I feel like people, I feel like people can tell whenever you aren't being genuine. Um, people can tell whenever you're just checking in to check in, but if you're checking in with people, make sure that you're doing it and you mean it. Yes, uh, because you never know what the fuck people are going through. Because people be going through some shit, especially like. I feel like t- since 2020 and since, honestly, the end of 2019, whenever COVID was, became a thing, and then going into 2020 and sh- shit just went left mm-hmm. completely. And I don't want to say, like, since 2020, it's been, like, a downhill trajectory. However, I do feel like um, since that good old faithful year. Yeah. I just think the <laughs> lows it's, it's are lower. Been, yeah. The and lows the highs are definitely have been low. higher because your lows are Because your lower. lows have been yes. so fucking low. Yeah. And so whenever you do have those highs, you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Right. But then whenever you like, and you hit those lows again, you're just like, fuck. Yeah. For me, I think personally, it's not as much of a low in terms of like my emotional state. I'm hitting lows in the sense of just feeling like, and I have always always had this problem I just overextend myself and it's difficult for me and I think it's going to get easier as I kind of like move into the next phase of my life but while I'm in that kind of like limbo, limbo of you know having my job at Target and you know having a position there that requires me to show up a hundred percent every time I'm there and then also needing a 4.0 and then also yeah and then also thinking about grad school next year like and then also being a friend and then cooking dinner and like do, just, you know, and like doing homework and just like, cooking dinner. You know, it's a struggle. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes when I get in bed, I'm like, can someone just bring me a big Food. Mac? Like, and then I'm like, no, my ass got to get out there and go boil some rice. And then I still, it's still like liquidy as hell. And it, nothing is worse than when your rice is not right. I have That's, no idea what that feels like. I just use a rice cooker. Well, not all of us have a rice cooker. <laughs> you should get one. Yeah, maybe rice I could. Co- rice cookers save you a lot of time and a lot of depression. Like whenever you hit, either have like super mushy rice or like Liquid. grainy ass rice. Some stuff fucking soup rice. Yeah, yeah, that's disgusting. Today I nailed it, so good on me. Um, Proud of you. Yeah, it's my one People, of people get a rice cooker. Yeah, PSA. Yeah. So, but the point I think what we're getting at is <laughs> the lows are low in the sense of like just where you are I don't think it's necessarily like some big emotional low I think yeah. it's just in the scheme of your life kind of where you're at where you're like, like you I have am wrong yeah for sure and this week especially for me I think sitting here now and like kind of reflecting on it there has been a lot of moments for me of like clarity on the fact that there are people around me every single day that I really want to show up for and I really want to be the best version of me for um even not necessarily people in my circle just people that I know people that I see on a daily basis whether that's work or school or whatever and I'm looking around at all these people and you can see in their eyes like something is there and Ali and I were having this conversation because that's something I really like look for when I'm talking to people is kind of like seeing beyond the exterior of oh I'm having a great day like what about you and like and like and I feel like we've said this before but like the masks Mm-hmm. People's all of I feel, I feel like it's always been this way, but I think it's more prominent now that we have to wear masks. Yeah, you know, you should wear your fucking mask, please. Um, care about other people, but anywho, um, looking at people's eyes, I feel like eyes are just like carry all the emotions yeah, now. Do. And if not, then I think people are just more aware of like looking at people and being like, "You you sure about that?" Yeah. <laughs> so with all that being said, we're not doing motivation today. Um, next week. 
probably. Next week, yeah. We'll round off back to basics next week. Yeah, or we can continue, um, depending on what you oh, yeah. prefer. Yeah, we don't have to round it off. <laughs> we can keep going. We can do some Catch more. Catch us in 2027. Back to basics number 478. Jess, you just Tying your shoes. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> not doing that. But hopefully, um, back to basics is something that we can continue to, like, crank out. Yes. I feel like it's... I feel like there's a lot of things in life that people can relate to. You might not say it. Mm -hmm. Like, people obviously are not going to be like, oh, shit, me too. Right. And it's been really well received. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's been really well received because people are just like, oh, damn. Yeah. A bunch of other people also feel like this. Right. Sick. Or like, oh, I didn't even think about the fact that I haven't made a new friend in five years. Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like having, like, those moments where you're just like, good to know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I saw something today that was like, podcasts are... The best podcasts are where people learn something and are entertained in the process. And I really liked that. because I, I was like, like that's the really best way to, it. like, live life. Mm-hmm. Learn something, teach something, and have a good time while you're doing it. But also just, like, letting life, like, happen. Yeah. And taking those moments and being just like, okay. And learn how to roll with the punches. I feel like this week, and maybe even last week, has definitely been, like, Hey, Leo, how can you handle this, bitch? Right. Or, how can you handle... Like, I feel like that's literally been, like... Especially this week with um, us going through a very different change of pace at work. Yes, very um, much so. I feel like life is happening happening to a lot of people. And, um, like, like, what you said, like, with the position that I hold at work, um, and other than, like, me having to show up and be present, it's also, like me making sure that even though I'm having those moments continuing to be a leader mm-hmm. um, because people are always watching you. Yes, they People are. are always watching you um, and just making sure that you're, you, my mom always said continue to put your best foot forward even if you are not having the best of times because people are, one, people are always watching you and two, you never know how much you can handle until it is given to you. Mm-hmm. And you, you obviously have these morals and you have a way that you, like, think about things. And obviously you carry yourself a certain way. I carry myself a certain way for sure. And even if I am having those moments where I feel like I'm slipping up, I try not to slip too much because I always want to stay true to myself. But also making sure that while I'm staying true to myself, I let, not negative things, but I, like, let, I guess, life. Yeah, life. Like, run its course, even though it can be, like, very shitty. Mm-hmm. But if you just let it happen, you can better prepare yourself right. for things that happen, like, later on in the road. So I feel like the last two weeks have absolutely been that for me, mm-hmm. um, which is good. I mean, you can always grow, but also it's just like, damn. Yeah, I think this. we've been taught a stopped? lesson a little <laughs> bit. We have definitely been taught a lesson in the sense of, you know, even though you and I are, like, at work, like, and I, it, and I am really high energy pretty yeah. much all the time and yeah. my friends could see it on my face I just wasn't nine times out of ten Jess is just like whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah I'm having a great time and there are other times where <laughs> literally I can't do it and I think I hit that wall and I didn't ever and I kept going you know and I think that's the thing it's you have like, to take moments like you have to take a breath like I feel like I'm also always moving because even on my days off mm-hmm. I am moving right you have stuff to do yeah, yeah I have things to do and if not then I always make things to do because I hate being like 
stagnant. Like I hate oh, standing no, I do still. Too. Yeah, I do too. I really hate staying still, and so I feel like I always have to be doing something. Right. But like whenever I have off days, now I always try to make sure, like, hey Leah, how about you just like sit the fuck down? Yeah. Or maybe for half an hour. Of the day, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe for half of the day, get up at noon and then see where life takes you. But right. don't like get up at eight o'clock and like hit the fucking ground running. Like, right. Take. <laughs> Take a couple hours, bitch. Yeah. Take some time, relax, and just be. breathe. Yes. Just be. Just be. My sister always says, like, Aaliyah, sit your ass down. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I have things to do. But, like, no, like, for real, I need yes. to sit my ass down. And this weekend isn't even time for me to sit my ass down because it is my best friend Bria's birthday weekend. We're going to live it up. We're going to have a fantastic time. Yes, we are. Um, and so, yeah, this weekend isn't even the time for me to but sit I, still. I Maybe think it'll Sunday. be recharging. I Maybe still Sunday. think it'll be a oh, recharging Oh, yeah, because I'll be time. off of work for three days. Like, it's going to be fantastic. Doing things you want to do. Doing things I want yeah. to do with people. No, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love my job. But doing things that I want to do outside of my job and also being surrounded by my friends and just good vibes, good drinks, good food. Right. And I think... It's going to be lovely. I'm so excited to just we, take a break. Yeah, I think the break is important. And I think it's important that you schedule that into your time. And it's funny. I was telling three different people this to, like in this week. I've told three different people. I had individual conversations about, okay, cool. I'm really glad that you got X, Y, and Z done. So what did you like do for you? And it's interesting how the amount of people that will look at you and be like, I watch Netflix for an hour. And I'm like, okay. Cool. What else? Right. Like, watch and Netflix and what? And they're like, uh... But, like, you can, like, whenever Jessica's saying, like, doing things for you, it can be anything. Yeah, no, it can be watching Netflix for an hour. But, but it has to means, be deeper Yes, it has. That. You can have that in conjunction with... And, it, and I think also there is this massive, oh, side note. Ali and I had a conversation about doing an episode or incorporating some sort of a segment... We take like super cliche terms that everybody hears so much they have no idea what the fuck they mean anymore. Today? Yeah, because I'm I'm going there, so I'll just go there. Self care. Let's start with self care. I was going to say that because yes. I literally was about to be like, Jessica, just say self care because literally, self care is it's, a real thing. But it's nails on a blackboard to me when I hear it because the the conception is so like, it's what? so like shifted because whenever people are just like self care. Wait, when you think of self-care, like, what are the three things that people, like, constantly drill in your head? Like, what are those, like, what does that bring up for you? Like, what's your schema when you when hear people self-care? Think self, like, they're just like, I'm just going to sit in a face mask. Yes. Or, oh, I'm just going to go to the spa. Right. Or and I'm, I'm just, just like, take babe, a bubble bath. I'm just like, baby, like, that's just, like, relaxation. It still like, works. But it, like, it works, but, like, there self-care is deeper than, like, a face yeah. mask and a spa like it's it's deeper than that you have to figure out what works for you but i will say the things that come to me is like bubble bath that's like the what i think sitting in a bathtub with the face mask yes. on with like a hair towel yes. candles lit all around you with a glass of wine they're just like oh, and self-care i'm not gonna lie I'm like that, no bitch that shit rocks though it's great but there's other things there the other is one more for me is journaling i always people always say journaling and i think journaling's wonderful i think journaling's fantastic but what i will say is you have to know yourself and you have to know your situation. For example, I'm a very internal person. Like, I am very self-aware. I'm very reflective. Um, I am very much in my head sometimes in the sense of, like, I I analyze things, not to a fault, but just, like, I like to see the entire situation from all angles. We talked about this last week. So for me, journaling, as much as it can be therapeutic for me, it can also kind of continue that where I'm, like, living very much internally. So for me, self-care, and I've come to know myself enough to know that self-care for me is being with people, but in a situation like, for me, sometimes self-care is work. 
because I'm getting to interact. And like yes. for me, that's what actually recharges me is being able to be around people. Like obviously I have a social battery. There are t- times where I need to just like sit in my bed for a day yes. and people will think something's wrong. And I'm like, that my social for me clock is like, has run out. Yeah. But <laughs> I have, there's multiple layers of the self care thing. Like, yeah, I fucking love a bubble bath with some candles. Sign me the fuck up. But in conjunction with that, because of who I am as a person, I know that I need social time. I have to have it. That is what fills me up. Um, is people being able say, to interact. People say self-care, and they're just like, I need to be by myself. Like, that's not always self-care. No, it's not. Being by yourself and being alone isn't always self-care, unless that's something that works for you. Right. Then cool. But if you're a very, like, extroverted person, self-care is not just a bubble bath. Right. Like, self-care can be, like, a girl's night. hmm Self-care can be, bitch, literally anything. Sometimes self-care for me is literally deep cleaning my entire bathroom. Oh, that works. That's a good one. Yeah, that's what I will be doing. Well, I can't do that tomorrow. I will be doing that Saturday, though, because we have to be up so early to get right. to Charlotte. Um, but anyways, self-care could be literally anything, but please don't think it's, like, a fucking bubble bath. Right. Or that's, a, like, where a, it ends, right? Yeah. Like, if you're taking, like, a self... Sorry, I'm going to cringe. A self-care Sunday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag self-care Sunday. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with like, that. Like, we're not making just, fun of it. We're, we really are not. And if that's what your self-care looks like, that can be your self-care. But please... Yeah. Like, look outside That's of the box. That's what I was going to say. And push that box a little bit. Hopefully yes. this conversation will push you outside of, like, I'm just going to take a bubble bath or I'm going to take an Epsom salt right. bath. Or, oh, I'm going to, like... Do something else because that stops working after a little bit. Like you it have does. to, yes, you have to find like new avenues of yeah. caring. And I think, for well, yourself. I think that has to do with knowing who you are and knowing kind of what for you works. So take Aaliyah's example. So Aaliyah works forty hours a week. Oh yeah, I do. When she's not at work, she's either with friends or with family or you know whatever running errands, etc. So for you to take a Sunday and like deep clean your bathroom, mm-hmm. that's your slow down time. It is because that could be whether it's cleaning your bathroom or like cleaning your like kitchen, whatever it might be. And I to make the act it take slowing, so much time, right? Because the act of slowing down for you is it's recharging. Comforting. Yes, right. I love taking my time unless I know like bitch I don't have time like Bria sent us a text um, uh, sent me our, and Ashley a text and was just like hey you guys we need to leave no later than 9 30 and I'm just like okay yeah like obviously tomorrow morning is not a morning that I can take my time but right. like Saturday will be a day that I can like take my time I can wake up I can start my laundry after right. my laundry's done, I can start cleaning my bathroom. While that is doing its thing, I might be able to light a candle, sit my ass down for yes. a second, go cuddle with Sandy. Right. Sandy is my dog. Um, like, I, I just, I like being able to slow down, and I think it's because I'm always, like, very fast-paced. Yes. I'm always on go. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about knowing who you are and knowing your personality and knowing what you need. So while I think that the traditional self-care things that kind of come to mind for everybody, the bubble bath, the journaling, whatever... I think those things can be effective. What my argument here is that maybe if you have taken a bath on a Sunday night and then journaled and, you know, afterwards you don't feel taken care of, like truly I would urge you to maybe look at who you are. Like if you're an introvert who constantly has to be extroverted for a job or, you know, whatever it may be, maybe being introverted for you or whatever that self-care is, is journaling and doing a bubble bath but if you're somebody like me who's incredibly extroverted but tends to be more analytical of things and in your own head for me it's not thinking and being active so I think 
I just think self-care is something that's very individualized. I don't think that you can have a baseline and kind of tell people how they should self-care. Do not type in self-care Sunday or hashtag it on Instagram and be like, I'm going to do what this girl is doing. Yeah. No, because that girl is different, is different from you. Right. So I think that's my thing for self-care today is, is um, know who you are before you say that you know how you self-care. Because it really just looks different for everybody. In conjunction with that, I think what's really on our hearts tonight and kind of why... Yeah, it's, I think it's interesting sometimes how things happen for a reason. How, you know, we were like, <laughs> it's Thursday at approximately 9.06 p.m. <laughs> and while this seems very annoying of us, it's interesting the timing of things that now we're sitting here and we're kind of able to speak a little more honestly. And I think maybe getting across a message that right now more people need to hear. Yes. So as important it is to take care of yourself, and I would love to talk more about that, but I think what is really on our hearts more is how to take care of your people mm-hmm. um, and how to protect them and show up for them. Without as, overstepping. Yes, and as authentically as possible and as intentionally as possible. I think talking about how to be a good friend, actually, I don't really think we covered in our friendship episode. I think yeah. we talked about how to have a stable friendship, a long-lasting friendship, but I don't really think we talked about being a good friend yeah as much as maybe we should have and I feel like it's really hard for people to be a good friend I don't know why it's so hard to like be a good friend but maybe that's where people like lack being genuine mm-hmm. or maybe they've never had like real friends in their life because people some people have not like mm-hmm. some people can be like in college or be in their mid to late 20s or early 20s and be like damn I've never had a real last friend and that's and that's and that can be true or I've never had like a good friend right. or I feel like my friends aren't like good to me and it's okay to recognize that but recognize that and correct it especially if it's you that's not being right especially if it's you not being the good friend you definitely need to like correct what's happening and that's okay. because like, and it's okay if you're not a real friend but also like you should be especially if you want someone to be mm-hmm. a really good friend to you you have to reciprocate that I think as well I, I, I think that sometimes people don't realize that maybe their behavior can be difficult in the sense of like a friendship you know I think everyone just comes at life with their own lived experiences and their own things and I think it can be very difficult to like look past your bubble of what you think is correct like and we talk a lot about this but it's really true like I really do believe like heart of hearts everybody's doing the best that they can and somebody else's best may not be the best for you Mm -hmm. I did not even mean to like really pull it in full circle but it worked that's my sentence for today um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm looking around right now at all these people that I love so much and I just want to like hug them and like love them. Cause I feel like even me, like and other people that I'm friends with are like going through some shit <laughs> Yeah, and it's really important to remember that life happens Yeah, and it will continue to happen. And it's out of your control. It is completely Life is completely out of your control. Do you have control over the things that could potentially happen in life? Yes, because you are control over what happens to you. Yeah. However, whenever things are not going as planned, per se, you have to continue to stay positive. Um, And I always love optimism, but also being realistic. Be realistically optimistic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like that's my sentence. That's my little bloop bloop for the day. Um, because, yeah, being optimistic is amazing. But you have to also, like, 
still have like a reality check of like, hey, mm-hmm. you, like this is happening, but here's the bright side of right. things. And always making sure that you have a bright side or that you have some sort of like upside to it. Like don't get so down on yourself because I feel like it's easy to get down on yourself and it's easy to tear yourself down even though you think you might not be doing that. But I think it's harder to um, keep a positive mind. Yeah. And that's honestly just my opinion. I think 90%, this is all, you know, one of my little thoughts about life. Um, I think 90% of the time we are the makers of our reality. And I think 10% of the time we are victims to life. Like I think we can control 90% of what happens. And Absolutely. 10% life just does its thing. And, you, and that either can be positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most of the time we have control. And I think in those situations, kind of coping with what you've made can be more difficult. But in that 10% time where shit just happens, I think it's a different kind of pain for you and your people because it's like, what do we do? And also that 90% is how you handle what is happening to you. Mm -hmm. So yes, you have control over what is happening and the bulk of you having control over what is happening is like... Yeah. Well, how you handle it then in turn affects what happens next. Exactly. Right? So it all just continues to cycle, which is why it's such a big percentage. And that 90 and 10 can obviously be skewed heavily because people, some people don't know how to handle whenever life happens. Right. And that's fine. Or some people have been dealt a really shitty hand and I'll give them that. Yeah. You know? Whatever. I, you know, obviously, yeah, that number fluctuates. But just as a baseline, I think you can control no, more I than really you think do, that you I do. really do think 90% of the time you have every bit of control over what happens in your life. And you can and, turn that around whenever. And that 10% is like like crazy shit that happens. Right. And you're just like, what? Things Didn't you see that control. coming? Yeah. Right. And that things that you literally, you, like dead ass, you have no control over. You have over no that. hand in. But 90% of your life that you have lived, mm-hmm. you have had a say and you have dealt a hand yes and what has happened for sure so mm-hmm. i think that number can fluctuate but i do think that's an extremely realistic number if you guys don't think so that's totes fine but i do believe well, just think about that for a second like i could not get into grad school yeah but that's not a 10 percent thing no it's not that's a 90 percent thing absolutely because, because it was it's the things leading up to right, grad right. school and that's another that's how you have to look at it and i think that's why that percentage is so big mm-hmm. because like there there are levels to this shit. Like, there are steps that you mm-hmm. take to get to this end result. And right. you have a kajillion end results in life. But there are things that lead up to that. There yeah. are a million things that lead up to that and things that you completely have control over. Right. So in a moment, it might feel like, well, what the hell? Like, I'm a victim of life. But you're not because take a friendship breakup, right? Like, that can seem... Those shits are tough. If somebody else does something <laughs> that blows up the friendship that might feel like that's out of your control because they have done something, said something, ended a friendship, et cetera. But if you look back 10 years and you're like, oh, shit, that one time I did that one thing, that Takes was pretty fucked tango, up. Babe. You know what I mean? Like there are things that just take time for you to realize that you really have been at least partially in control of your own reality this whole time. And I think, you know, when you come to that realization, I think that's where you can see some real growth is when you're like, hold on, like I'm controlling a lot of what's going on in my life. Yes. Like work, take work. I, when I came on a year and a half ago, I was, I've always been a hard worker. I don't know how else to be. My mom really pushes me. Thanks, Denise. But, um, (laughs) but I wasn't invested in the team as much as I am now because I had a lot of other, you know, I was very much transitioning to living on my own and the particular team that we work on can be a little intimidating to come on to because everybody (laughs) has been there for a while. Yeah. So you feel like such a little baby. And then as I start to get more invested in the job, I start to see a lot of positive 
like outcomes because of that. Absolutely. You know, I start actually being invested in being the leader that I know that I am. And the next thing I know, people are noticing. And mm-hmm. now I'm being expected to do more, which I guess some people might see as a negative. But for me, like, that's a positive. I vibe. love that shit. Like, like today, whenever Akita was just like, I don't want to put too much on you. And I'm Akita literally. Akita is our boss for people who yeah, don't. She's a lovely to. woman. Um, I look up to Akita a lot. But I do too. Akita was like, um, you know, I'm going to try not to throw. And I literally, in the middle of all of it, like, my commentary was not needed. But sometimes I just speak what I say and I'm just mm-hmm. like, no, like, throw it all on me. Yeah. That, well, that conversation was very emotional. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Overall. So I think all of us were feeling very. We, so we have things called huddles. I don't know why we call them that. Because <laughs> we're all just like. We no, we literally stand in a circle. It looks like a bunch of red dots. Yes, and we just like talk (laughs) about some shit. That's like happening. It ends up being this very come to Jesus moment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In the style department, and we'll do things like show recognition for somebody, which I love when we do that. Yeah, Um, or like these really powerful moments. Other times, it's like, hey, that sucks. Do better. It really depends on the day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so particularly, I think I started noticing that there that even though we have ninety percent of control. And I believe this for a little bit now. This week, I've really been looking at that 10%. Like, holy shit, sometimes life just happens. What, where do we go from here? Because I know how to be the little counselor, Jessica, that says, you don't like your reality. Here's five steps you can do to change it. But when life happens to people I love, I don't... If, what, do you, what do you say? And, and a lot of the times, like, there's not really too much that you can say. It's your actions. It's what you do. Right. And I think people, and I, and here, and I, this is going to sound very harsh. <laughs> this is going to sound very harsh, but people are just like, I have to say something. Well, honestly, you don't have to say shit. Like you don't have to, mm-hmm. you don't have to say a single fucking thing, but it's just like the very small actions that you take, like just being present mm-hmm. like just being present and just like fucking sitting there and letting them just like talk. Right. And you don't say anything because sometimes you saying something is not necessary. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people just need to vent and they need to get it out. And that's or fine. Cry. Or, or cry. And you let them cry. You can cry with them because if I see you crying, bitch, I'm crying. Yeah. I'm like a, <laughs> I'm an, I'm like a sympathy cry. I'm just like, oh, yeah. you're yeah, sad. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Like I don't even have to know what's happening. Right. Um, but anyways, you j- just, just shut up sometimes like just don't talk sometimes and it's and it's not about what you say it's what you do and my mom always says like actions speak louder than words and I feel like whenever you have a friend and life is just like happening to them consistently and and there's nothing that you can do like you don't have to say anything you really don't have to you can just sit there and let them feel their feelings because once again you're allowed to do that I would all I always like to touch on that let them feel how they are feeling. You don't have to. I mean, yes, acknowledge what, like what they're feeling. Like right. you should, you should definitely acknowledge that. But don't acknowledge it and be like, yeah, this one time I was like, no, baby. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in the friendship <laughs> episode. But I like do. just don't like don't say yes. anything. Just let them get it out and then just be there in that moment yeah. with them. And I sometimes I think that is the most important thing. Yeah, they teach you in some of my... So, if you're new, because I've been looking at our analytics. We do have some new buddies. Welcome <laughs> to the family. Um, normally, we're a little more high energy. Um, yeah. So Catch us next week. I am in mental health counseling classes, and one of the things that they tell you um, when we talk about... Because, you know, for people who want to be a mental health counselor but have not necessarily, you know, experienced anything massive in their life, um, but they just love the profession or whatever... One of the first questions I hear a lot in those classes is, what do I say? You know, when when somebody comes in my door and they say something so devastating, 
like as a counselor, I'm supposed to help, but what do I, like, what do I even start with? Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you a lot. Starting the conversation silence. is the hardest well, thing. Well, no, they'll tell you silence. They'll tell you, <laughs> you don't have to say anything. And silence I, can be such a powerful tool because let the shit. moment sit. Silence can be so chilling yeah, it is. in a moment. Sometimes it's and appreciated. I have, and I feel like I've experienced that. I mean, I'm... I won't say I'm old as shit, but I'm old as shit. And I feel like in my head, in my head, I'm like old, like my fucking knees hurt. My back hurts. My right hip has been hurting for like two weeks. Like what? But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like I've had a lot of those moments in my life and I'm just where the silence was just like, like, bitch, did you feel that? Like, yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of those moments, I think more so in like the past two years than ever before. Yeah. And I'm not too sure why that is. And I've really been trying to dissect that. What but happened I don't two really years think... ago? COVID, basically. Yeah, COVID did happen. To... Yeah. It's just been, well, I... COVID did happen two years ago. Almost in March, two years. <sighs> Crazy, right? No, honestly, COVID happened in. Well, technically, this, yeah. This time, around yeah. this time in 2019. Technically, yeah. And everybody was poking fucking fun at it and was putting posting fucking corona bo- bottles and they're just like oh COVID, coronavirus like that Barbie. whole thing and now look at us two years later right yeah and people are still yeah <laughs> but that's not what this is about anyways no but silence seriously like and i think this both from the person who is receiving whatever it is that is being said and for the person who's sharing it i think for me whenever i've shared some pretty intense shit with people that two minute period where nobody is talking afterwards almost feels more validating to me than to have somebody scramble to try and find the right words because if you're just letting the moment sit that means I've said something and it's resonated enough with you that you're willing to just absorb it for and a second sometimes whenever you whenever you're having like those silent moments like with someone and y'all can just look at each other in the silence and that's all the words that need to be said that's honestly. love to me that, that is love. And I feel like whenever you have those moments, especially in friendships, I feel like the friendship automatically elevates yeah. to the next level whenever you have those silent moments of like, damn. And that's the only thing that you can really like verbally say because is like, damn. what you're basically hearing, like what that person is basically saying by not saying anything at all is I love you enough to let you have this mm-hmm. and to not try and fix it mm-hmm. and to just let it sit for a second. And I think that's a lesson that you sometimes have to learn the hard way because I think especially for people that you love you want to fix it you know you'll do anything to try and take it away like and I am very much a victim of that because I am a fixer I was just about to say that you're very much but I've learned that I and obviously sometimes yeah like I still am very much like what can I do but and I I think that to me that's just me but um overall especially when someone is sharing something with me that's heavy I have learned that that is such a powerful tool is to just let it sit. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you 90% of the time, the person who just said something is going to appreciate the silence. They're not going to think it's awkward. No, they're not. They're going to, especially if it's some like, they're probably at the shit. end, of, at the end of it all. And after the silence has like settled and everything's fine, they'll be like, thanks. Right. <laughs> or something like some type of like appreciation mm-hmm. will ensued like something will yes. come from that and when you do have to say something because eventually you have to talk eventually you have to <laughs> yeah, talk like you I can't just sit fucking silent in a room for like 40 asking minutes. someone how you can support them or what you can do for them is really cool too because instead of trying to like say something like i don't know empty basically which is ultimately what it is if you if you don't walk in their shoes you don't feel their pain so you can't sit there and fully empathize with a specific situation so I think asking, like, what can I do to support you right now? Or what can I do 
for you right now? Mm-hmm. You know, how can I help you? I think those are better questions because for me, I can say, you know, I think right now I would love to just sit here and watch TV together and like take my mind off of it. Or I can say, can I just continue to talk about it? And like, you can just sit there and listen. And if it's me, I'm going to be like, yeah, because right. I love to listen. Right. I would literally sit and listen to you for hours. Right. And I don't got to say nothing. I'll just sit here and be like, and what about this? Or And obviously just like make like little That's what I was going to say. Ask that, questions like, about what keeps, they're saying. And that keeps yes. the conversation going. That keeps them thinking. It, it keeps them in like deep thought. But also, also like without saying that you too care. much. Yeah. When you ask questions about what someone just said, they're going to feel like you care. That is seriously such a cool thing. Like, and I don't think people understand how validating this is. Actually, people do because not enough people do it. It's like yeah. if someone's telling you a story or talking about something, this can be heavy. This can be lighthearted. And you're like, oh, really? Like, what did she think about that? Or... Wait, when did that happen again? Give me a timeline. Right. People are like, oh, you, you're listening. You give a shit. Right. Because like, well. <laughs> everyone's gotten so used to, like, talking just to have somebody else be like, oh, well, when that happened to me, it's amazing just how much ge- that happens in my generic. counseling classes where people are there so learning how to listen and still cannot have a conversation that does not revert back to their unloved experiences. It's nuts to me. I'm like, how are you, and you're going to do this for a living? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like... <laughs> Just Sorry, that's so hard. This is the path you're choosing. That's Are really you sure? Harsh, I know, but well, I, I mean, mean, if you're going to be in charge of other people's life, life you is... better know how to listen to what they're saying to you. I feel like people just want to talk too much. <laughs> and I... everybody's got something to say, but and you should get your chance to say it. But Bye-bye. if you want to be listened to, you have to start with listening. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel like. I honestly feel like it's this generation of social media where it's just like people are just like I gotta get the last word in because mm-hmm. fuck that like it's not it's, it's instant it's not always yeah and it's not always about that you know it's not it's it's not it might be hard to hear right but it's not always about that you don't always have to get the last word and you don't have to get a word in babe no and that's okay and you're and that's okay and that listen is okay. i struggle you're with fine. that sometimes too like that's an easy thing to struggle with because if someone's talking to you and you really like you're like oh wait that's like i i have something to say you know it's hard to like <laughs> that's not very a you thing because yeah, jessica likes to talk which is fine but i feel like I i'm like also never, a very good listener yes yeah you I think are a I'm good both. listener i just have a lot to say <laughs> you know and so jessica's literally looking at me with like a willy wonka smile like i just have a lot to say and i'm just like Yes, she did. Well, and that's fine. And I tell, I think I said this today, and I was just like, Jessica like loves to talk. Like, oh no, what I said was I was just like, yeah. Are you like, what the fuck happened, Aaliyah? I don't fucking know. But essentially, <laughs> it was ripped up my ear. Essentially, the conversation was like, uh, Jess had said something about like her future kids or whatever, whatever. And I was just like, yeah, your future kids are gonna have a lot to say, and you're like, yeah, they're not gonna know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, probably, but it's fine right. to have those people but in your I life also, that like have a lot to say. But you can read the yeah, room and yeah. realize like I know when to shut you up. You know, Jess, Jesse, girl, this isn't the time for that. Yeah. And some people also like that, and that baby got to you have to soul search that one. Self awareness, yeah. That one takes some time. And I think, and usually it's done in adolescence. Yeah. But a lot of people are, <laughs> a lot of people are figuring out that you know adulthood is the time to figure that Whenever, out. Whenever, but like everyone's, everyone's nothing's linear. Nothing's linear. Um, but yeah, have mm-hmm. a lot to say. But then also like when things are happening, be like, okay, you're having your moment. I'm gonna sit here and not say anything. I'm gonna let you have your but moment. But it just depends on the situation because like you and I can go back and forth like did it like fire 
rapid fire conversation. We will have touched 15 topics in 30 seconds on our 15 minute break. It's nuts. Yeah. But then there are times where you're speaking to me and I'm asking you questions. Oh, really? Like, what do you think about that? Or, oh, then what happened? And, you know, I'm just absorbing what you've just said to yes. me because I know the subject matter. Yeah. And I think that's probably pretty important as well. And I don't know. You know, this really went a lot of places tonight. <laughs> and I'm glad that it went there. You know, we are an amusement park, and we've just uh, ridden a lot of the baby rides. And to be honest, you guys, in the polls really said that you liked the informal approach. Oh, I loved that. I was Here so happy. Here you go. Yeah, it doesn't get much is, more informal than that. This is a very informal approach to the episode, yeah. but I feel like this was kind of a vent session for us, and maybe it's been relatable for you guys, too. Um, yeah. But moral of this 40-minute talk. Wait, you tell your moral, because I have a moral. Moral of this 40-minute talk to me has been um, to listen, not speak, check in on your friends. Intentionally. Yeah, be intentional whenever you check in on your friends. um, And also take care of yourself in a way that works for you. Mm -hmm. My moral, and I want to, you know, leave with this because it's it's really just affecting me these days. Um, Do not take a single person in your life for granted. Like, Don't do it. That for me has taught me such a valuable lesson is I'm learn like I'm loving so many people right now. And I think sometimes having too many people in your life, some people can unintentionally fall through the cracks because you don't see them as much or whatever. And I think there are these moments where you have like this come to Jesus thing and you're like, holy shit, like they matter to me as much as the next person even if I only see them a fraction of the time Mm -hmm. and it's also taught me that little things don't equate to big friendships it's so easy to get upset about little moments or it's so easy to distance yourself because of you know lack of time to like physically see each other but it takes very little time to send a text and say hey I'm thinking about you hope you Mm -hmm. have a good day and I just I never want anyone listening and if this is affecting you or you know if you are struggling with this right now or touching a nerve with you like you need to not take people for granted like really because life there are people happens in your life. like way too damn fast to take people for granted and I feel like this year and last year for me um whenever my grandma died like super suddenly I feel like I was just like life happens so fast and people are here one day and then the next minute they are not mm-hmm. and I and I just and even if you can't relate to that if even if you have like not lost anybody recently and it, if it's been like so simple as like a friendship breakup, I feel like say, that's yeah. I feel like that's still just as that applies. I feel like that applies just as much. Mm-hmm. It might not hit as hard, but it applies just as much. But you have to be intentional with the time that you have with people, whether it be a phone call, a FaceTime, a text message, dinner, a quick like, "Oops, saw you at Target. Saw you in the food line." The fucking Publix and we cross paths take a moment stop in that moment take 30 seconds even if it's that enjoy it soak it in let that resonate and then continue on Mm -hmm. but like stop and take those moments with people because yeah you never know you never know whether it's a friendship breakup whether it's they move across the country you know whatever it is I just think there are there's only a limited amount of time to show up for people in the way that I know that you can the way that I can and when you look at the grand scheme of things and you see what's really important, small things will never equate to the connections that you've built with people. So don't let anything kind of like stand in your way um, of making sure that you continue those connections in in the most authentic way, in the most present way. So 
I want to leave off with that because I think that really encapsulates kind of where you and I are at. As long as those connections are worth uh, right. keeping. Listen to the friendship episode. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging it back to another episode. Please listen to that friendship episode as long as they are worth keeping there. And if it is not detrimental to you and your mm-hmm. growth, work on it. The real people. Even that's a parent. Like right. whoever it is, don't take shit for granted. Because <laughs> it really, like life moves fast. Yeah, quickly. And you have to find moments where you can slow down Mm -hmm. because it'll be over. Like, even, like, I live with my three best friends. Next year, I won't. Like, and I'm And next year is that time where you're going to have to take those moments. Well, and I'll look back and I'll be like, damn, like, we lived under the same roof. And we missed out on so many opportunities to spend time together. Mm -hmm. To be intentional with each other because life gets in the way or you'd rather lay in bed and watch TV or whatever it is. And, you know, I have those moments where I'm like, damn, like, in the future, I'm going to miss this mm-hmm. and being able to just walk into someone's room and be like my boyfriend pissed me the fuck off and instead of next year I'm going to be living with him and I'm about to say hey you pissed me the fuck off <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> you know so I just think that's where I want to leave you is never take anything for granted and um, tell someone you love them every single day Yes. tell more than one person that you love them every single day tell everyone that you love that you love them every single day I, I, I really believe in that no I do too yeah like, even with my sisters and my parents um, and some family members, like, I will always and forever be like, I love you. I don't give a fuck if I'm going to check the mail and you're going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, okay, love you. We say love you almost every time. We we could be at work and I'm literally going to the bathroom and I'll be like, bye, Leah, love you. <laughs> love you too. Because you never know. A shelf could fall on you. Like, <laughs> and then where would I be? Those ornaments hanging from the ceiling yeah. can just, like, drop and crack you. Not the cardboard ornaments, Aaliyah. You never know. Might hit a tender spot in your head. And well, here we are, 45 minutes left. later. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed, you guys. Hope you've enjoyed. Let us know if you like this. Sorry kind of... sorry about our brain dump episode. That's what this was. This was a brain dump episode. I kind of appreciate it. I appreciate though. it, I feel too. better. Yeah, I do. I Good. do feel a little bit better. And I feel like after this and then, like, me going home and, like, taking a shower. Getting a good night's going sleep. Going to sleep. Well, as good as six hours can get you're gonna have a good sleep yeah i believe and then wake up and just feel super refreshed have a good day start the morning off with the mimosa because that is the plan um i'll eat some breakfast but a mimosa will be and then we'll be making candles together yes all right anyways it's unscripted it's unapologetic it's unlicensed unlicensed podcast love Love you the the most. most